When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Open Closed Minds. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points Podcast. For this week, I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And as many of you know, Haddon Robinson has been a distinguished preacher and teacher for over 40 years. Later this year, on September 9 and 10, we will be honoring him at the National Preaching Conference. This year's theme is, What's the Big Idea? In tribute to his legacy for a lifetime of preaching excellence. Our registration is still open, but seats are filling up. So go to the Center for Preaching website for more information on the National Preaching Conference, September 9 and 10. Now, in this week's podcast, we join Drs. Scott Gibson and Haddon Robinson as they give useful advice about what to be aware of when trying to reach those who have closed minds. Haddon, you've preached to all kinds of people, and some have been there waiting to hear you preach, eager to hear you preach, wanting to hear every word that you say hanging on it. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but then there are those in uh, your congregations or in uh, the places where you've preached or for those who are pastors and preachers listening to this, they've had people who had closed minds. They're quite resistant. And I guess the question that I'd ask you is, how do you open closed minds? Well, if I knew the answer to that, I would bottle it and sell it. <laughs> uh, part of it and this is basic, I think you really have to pray that the Spirit of God will work in you, but work in your audience. Mm. And there are people whose minds are shut because of spiritual anger and uh, things have happened to them. They will listen to you and their minds are already closed. Mm. Sometimes you have people there. You remind them of somebody that they knew in the past and they didn't like that person in the past. And you can't help it. No, that's right. There's <laughs> a little bit of dog roll that says, um, I do not like you, Mr. Fell. Why I don't, I cannot tell. But this I know, and I know full well, I do not like you, Mr. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> when I was at uh, a president at Denver, I had a student come in and uh, <laughs> he said to me, I want you to know I don't like you. And I said, I don't know if you and I have ever even met before. He said, yeah. He said, I want to tell you that now because I don't like people in authority. And Uh you're the president of the school. And uh, just in case somehow I gave off wrong vibrations, I want you to know (laughs) it's not personal. I just don't like authority. And I said to him, man, you've got problems. Hmm. You've got big problems. But at least he was saying to me, uh, when you speak as a president, of the school. I've already decided I don't like it. Mm. And I think unless God works in people like that, their minds stay shut as it can be. And yet there are some things that we do as preachers that we get in our own way. And so there are things that we do that the way we say something, whether it has jagged edges on it or whatever, that could prevent people from uh, hearing what we have to say. Yeah, I think... uh, if you have an arrogance of some sort in the pulpit, a lot of people get turned off by that today. 
I think a, a sense of genuine modesty, humility, opens people up to you. There's a sense in which um, you can uh, claim too much authority. There's a way in which uh, you can say things about cultures or about things outside of you in the culture that turn people off. <laughs> Years ago, I was preaching in Pittsburgh, and the um, Pittsburgh Steelers, the football team, had uh, lost to the Cowboys. But that didn't happen all the time, but in, in, in a crucial game, in a playoff. And so I made a joke about that, you know, coming from Dallas. And after the service was over on the way out, a boy, he must have been 14 years of age, said, you need to keep your mouth shut. I don't want to hear any more about those cowboys and the Steelers. And he was dead, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized, you know, I didn't have to say that. I did it with a, a laugh. But for people who are really <laughs> big sports fans, uh, like the Red Sox in Boston or the Yankees in New York, it's obvious that that boy just shut his mind to me because I had taken his heroes and put them down. Mm. I think we can do things like that. Unintentionally, right. but illustrations poorly chosen can do that. You put your finger on the importance of being um, genuine, being yourself, being modest, and that doesn't mean that you're, you're meek and, and weak. It means that you're who you are, that you're not putting on something uh, other than your own clothes, not somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, good way to put it. Obviously, we've just touched the hem of the garment of this, but closed minds are a reality. Sometimes it's because of spiritual indifference, but other times it's because we're just clods and we say the wrong thing at the right time and shut people's minds because we have offended them in a way that we didn't even know we were doing that. And that was Drs. Scott Gibson and Haddon Robinson talking about how to open closed minds. Well, thank you for listening to the Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Just a reminder that you can find all sorts of preaching resources at the Center for Preaching website. Go to gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. I'm Brian Hedinger, and we'll see you next time here on Preaching Points.